When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Steelers Draft Talk. I'm your host, Steelers DB. With me is my good buddy, Nick Martin. Today, we're going to be breaking down some edge rushers in the 2023 NFL Draft class, giving you know, our thoughts on the class overall, our top five guys, breaking their strengths down, weaknesses down, all that stuff. Uh, first, how we doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. Uh, had a had a bit of an interesting time watching the edge rushers. A lot of highs, a lot of lows. Yeah. It was a time. It's it's an interesting class. I um, originally, I felt like through the season, like through the college football season, I was really, really intrigued by the edge rusher class. And I thought this was going to be like, you know, one of those like really special classes. And then when I kind of dove deep into a couple of the guys that I felt like were getting a lot of hype or that I saw, you know, producing at a high level I was honestly a little bit underwhelmed by some of their tape just if we're being honest um but you know I still think the class overall is good it might be more depth good than top heavy good though and that's not what I was expecting like when I was diving into a bunch of these guys I think I watched I think I've watched somewhere around like 10 11 12 guys like three games um so far so I probably won't get much deeper than that in the class, but there's there's a handful of you know guys that are getting mocked on day three that I've watched that I that I actually quite enjoy. So Jose Ramirez is that guy. Yeah, yeah. Like there's him. there's a couple of those guys, man. I I don't know if I'll actually end up like writing up any of those guys for the site or anything, but there's it. it this class has depth. I will say that it's it's definitely as deep as advertised. I just don't know if the top end guys impressed me as much as I was. I guess anticipating headed into it, but still a lot of good players to talk about. Um, let's get into just some honorable mentions. So we'll go five through one like normal. Um, who who was the guy that you know just missed out on your top five list? It was Miles Murphy, and uh, I tried my hardest to like his film. Uh, even going back to his twenty twenty one stuff, I think I watched about six games combined from twenty one and twenty two. And in those games, what I what was so frustrating about watching him is he doesn't he doesn't play with a lot of violence for for a guy his size. And when it comes to pass rushers, I particularly when I'm not this type of person who likes, you know, always looks for the the bendiest guys. A lot of times I look for can you just soften a corner? Can you convert speed to power consistently? But I need a level of violence when I'm watching you play. And Miles Murphy did not do that for me. The problem I had with him constantly was he was trying to convert speed to power. He barely he barely makes any forceful like jolt on contact, which was a huge problem for me. And there's just so many instances as a run defender where he is just like 
he looks like he has shorter arms than he actually does. And he ends up just kind of grasping for air as he tries to like get these, like, and he has many moments where he outruns the, uh, the angle. And then he ends up like just absolutely stopping his momentum flat and doesn't hustle back to the, to the guy. Like it, I don't know if that's a change direction thing, but those types of plays for me with miles Murphy were really hard to overlook. I, the thing I like about him the most is I like how he works off the long arm into the club move. I think it's his best, like, you know, most consistent pass rush trait for sure. But there's just not enough there for me to fully fall in love, which is disappointing because I really like a player with his type of measurables. And that's what made this so frustrating. Yeah, well, I got some thoughts on Murphy. I'm going to hold off on those until we get into the top five. He is in my top five. I, I will admit um, we have some of the same concerns, even if we do view him a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, I would say the, the guy that I honestly um, I debated putting him at five, and I, just, I don't know, maybe I was just too big of a coward to do it, but um, is the guy that I liked back in the summer, Will McDonald from Iowa State. Uh, McDonald is a really interesting build um, for an edge rusher. I think he's about 6'3", only about 240 pounds. Um, I think he actually weighed in at like 245 at his pro day yesterday, which was nice because it was, I think, five, six pounds heavier than he was at at the combine. But at the combine, he was six, so he said that he had lost a couple pounds because he was throwing up before they did their testing and stuff. He was doing his drills in a hoodie too. So like all like his like four six forty was like with with like resistance dragging yeah. him down. And I like I was just like, yeah, that guy can run. Yeah, he, he can he can really move. Um he's an explosive dude, man. Like I think he's got a really quick step. Um he's he's a good bender on contact, you know, 35 inch arms. I think he can use that length a little bit better than he does right now. Um the thing with him is he just played so out of position, but when I felt like he was able to get in a two-point stance and line up like in a wide nine, even though those reps were few and far in between, I just thought, man, this is what this dude could be at the next level if you allow him to really get after the passer instead of having him with his hand in the dirt, playing over guards, playing over tackles, head up. Um, I just thought that he was used differently than I would have uh, preferred him to be used in college or in college. I will say that I think that will help his run defense at the next level, just because he's so used to having to like stack shit blocks, having to play against bigger opponents, getting um, doubled, <laughs> getting double teamed. So I like that. I, I still don't see him as a plus run defender, but I think that there's enough already as a pass rusher there to be a good player. And, um, you know, another thing with him that I, I just wish – I wish he was a little bit younger. Like, he's 24 years old, and, like, some of this stuff is a little bit of a projection with him just because of how he was used in college. Like I said, I do think he needs to um, develop more moves as a pass rusher, use his length a little bit better. But when you're 24 years old, you know, and he's played a lot of ball. Like, he's been around for a long time. He's a He's been a household name for a long time. So – what the ceiling is there, I don't know. I, I'm really intrigued by him, though. I, I really wanted to put him five. I just, again, I was just too big of a coward to do it. So um, without further ado, let's let's get to your number five guy. Who is it? It was uh, your guy, BJ Ojolari. I, um, I was a little bit conflicted on Ojolari overall, but I actually, you know, I, I like a lot of his highs in terms of his 
you know, I think he has a really good arsenal of pass rush moves. He, he's constantly experimenting. The thing that was a little disappointing is he doesn't work enough off his long arm. And I think that's something he needs to do more of because he has ridiculous, he has this wingspan. He's got to use it because, you know, when you watch him as a run defender, he's, he's getting, he's getting washed down way too much as, as someone who, if you're, if you have him as the play side defender, you're probably going to run right at him. And a lot of teams tried to do that with Ojolari. And big thing with me is I, I like him as a pass rusher. I don't know if I love him right now as a pass rusher versus what he is as a run defender. Um, biggest thing for me, I think he does a really good job of softening edges with his hands. I think he's got some very good bend as well. It's not... I don't want to sound nitpicky, but I'm I'm this kind of person who I, I look to see just like how how low you can get yourself and how you keep your balance like through contact. Ojolari does enough for me, but I do think he needs a little bit of a, a runway with his hands to, to uh, get around the edge consistently. His speed to power is underrated. Um, I think it's something he needs to rely on more often because he doesn't he just doesn't utilize his like his length, his leverage as, as much. And I think that's where you could see him access a lot more power. The thing I like about him, he's only 20 years old. Like he's definitely got a lot of room to grow. He's definitely someone who has potential overall. He, definitely one of those guys in the latter part of the first round, uh, early second round where I see a team taking a, a chance on him and I get it. I, I definitely understand it. But for me, I think he was a little bit too inconsistent for me overall to fully fall in love with him like you did. Yeah. Yeah, I'll uh I'll get to Ojolari a little bit later. He is a little bit higher on my list. Uh, but we do we do see him uh pretty similarly, I think. Um my number five player, this is a guy, man. I I think I this was my Miles Murphy for you. I, I tried, I tried, I tried to to look at this player and see what I feel like everyone else is seeing. And that's Tyree Wilson. I, I'll start with the positives. Um, really unique frame, obviously six, six, two seventy one, unbelievable length, 35, I think and a half inch arms. I mean, just unbelievable length um, at his disposal. He packs a surplus of power, very productive 50 pressures. I think a 22.7 pass rush win rate, which was really impressive. Um, if he can get his hands into your chest, the rep is usually over. Um, he's capable of bulldozing like right through you on the way to the quarterback or to the running back, uh, depending on the play hands, pack a pop. I feel like he does a good job keeping his hands free and disengaging from blockers when they get their hands on him first um, to establish that first significant contact He's fluid enough of an athlete to run down plays from the backside when he was left unblocked. I feel like he has good range as a tackler. Um, You know, there were some reps where I didn't think that he was going to be able to get into the play, but he was able to, you know, close that gap, close that distance, get there quickly. Um, I think that there were some encouraging reps maybe that I wasn't anticipating of him being able to change directions on like inside counters that looked a little bit different for a guy that's his size. Plays with a violent uh, play style, um, I think, on twist and just in general working inside is probably where I honestly like him most in terms of just obvious pass rushing downs. I felt like, you know, when they got him lined up over like the B gap, I felt like he was able to kind of wreak havoc in there. Some of my concerns, 
way too many false steps at the line of scrimmage. I think his get off is really underwhelming for a player that's, uh, you know, as explosive as I feel like everyone else kind of thinks that he is. And he does show some explosion, obviously, upon contact. Um, just doesn't consistently threaten the outside shoulder of tackles, and I'm not sure that he ever will. Uh, flexibility was modest. I wouldn't call him extremely stiff, but I do kind of lean more towards that way. Um, needs to continue refining his hands, keeping his hands ready um, just as a pass rusher and develop like more of a well-rounded move set. And my main thing with him too is like, He's obviously going to be a guy I think that's going to win with a lot of like speed to power and just power moves in general, using that length, using that long arm. But can he play with better leverage? I mean, he's 6'6". I feel like he's a really upright type of rusher at times. And I felt like some of that some of that time, I felt like he was giving away some of his power to offensive tackles, if that makes sense. So yeah. um, Wilson, to me, is a guy like, I I was anticipating a lot more on the film. Um, I don't think he's a bad player. I am surprised, I guess, that there seems to be big draft media guys or NFL teams that view him as a better prospect as, than Will Anderson. I, I just I, – I don't personally see it. Um, I, I just – I'm very surprised that that's even a discussion, um, even for this time of year where there's always, you know, surprises, I guess. This is just one that I just – I can't wrap my head around. I'm sorry. So yeah. um, let's go. Let's go to number four. Who was your number four guy? Uh, so it works out perfectly. I get to talk about Tyree Wilson because okay. uh, big, big thing with me. I mean, you pretty much hit many of the nails on the head. I think one of the biggest concerns I have with him is how just how upright he is on contact because he gives away his chest way too often. He makes it such an easy target for offensive tackles and like guys with better hands. They're not going to let you just tee off and just get into their chest like he he needs to improve with being able to shed off that contact consistently i'll tell you something i love though and it's how violent he plays and that's something i i really appreciate about his game overall it doesn't matter if he's getting doubled he's doing his best to work through that double there was a play against nc state where like he's going through the tackle and he like sheds around the guard and then he's able to get the he's able to get the zag and i'm just like this this guy's like he just has a ferociousness to his game that i really appreciate speed to power is his calling card and i i like you know i like guys who can really convert speed to power well I think with Wilson, it's a little bit of a tough projection because he's not like a Trevon Walker for me where he was this NFL ready-made run defender. Tyree Wilson's not bad as a run defender, but I don't think he understands enough about scheme to, like, you know, he's going to overrun quite a amount of plays where he gets out of his gap and he's going to be left out of position. So he's going to have to learn some of the nuances of of scheme i believe because i think that's one of the things that i notice more than anything you can kind of play him up and down the line like if you just line him up against guards there's so many guards who just don't know what to do with a guy like that powerful like you said the false steps are so concerning because he robs himself of his get off every single time and you wonder just like could he beat a guy you know, more consistently with his get off and, you know, cause him to overset more because he really, I, I honestly think he does have that explosion. I just don't think it shows itself because he's constantly false stepping. 
he's and it's not like just one or one false step he's taking like two or three like off the line it's 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 ridiculous how raw he is in that regard he's he's pretty raw with his hands overall he tries to work you know you know attacking the wrists of, of offensive linemen you know he understands that enough but the biggest thing for me he has to learn how to soften corners because if he can i think his bend is overrated by his believers and i think it is underrated by his naysayers i think he's a guy who if he can soften the edge he can actually take advantage of corners that guys his size typically can't he's like somewhere between like a gregory rousseau and (laughs) i think he's a little bendier than a rousseau so i'm i'm a little split on him i think he has more edge two ability but there i do see the potential for him to be an edge one but like you said this top five talk is ridiculous <laughs> i just don't understand it yeah at all he's just so raw he's you know he's tw- you know 23 is not too bad of an age to be as a rookie but he's played a lot of football and he's still incredibly raw in the nuances of the game so i don't quite understand it overall yeah he he's a tough one for me like i said i just um it's one of those situations where I'm just like sitting back looking at the tape and I'm like, how did, how did we get this guy in the same conversation as Will Anderson? I don't know. Um, anyway, enough of that. I still think he can be a good player. Like I definitely think he's a starter. Like he is a starter in the league. I just, I don't know that he's ever going to be a high, high impact player, much less a guy that's going to be taken at the top five picks of the draft. Um, I just, I don't see it. Um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, my number four guy was Miles Murphy. Um, Murphy, 6'5", 270 pounds, a very good athlete who was expected to test like a freak um, athlete, but we didn't get to see him test at the combine. Dealing um, with the hamstring currently yeah. since January. Yeah, so we kind of an underwhelming process. He was somebody, in my opinion, that needed to nail this process, not just because, um, yeah, you know, I don't want to take too much into testing numbers, but like he was a guy that was built as a freak. And there are, there are times on film where he looks like that. And then there are other times where I just think it just kind of goes away and I'll kind of get into that in the negatives, but um, really like his first step off the ball. Um, I think he's relatively twitchy, especially for his size. I'm just not sure how much they let him kind of go and unleash off the ball like there was a lot of times where i felt like he was holding back and i'm just like dude what are you doing uh length is just modest but he does a good job long arming his way um can push the pocket with that uh especially when he lands at the right spot uh moves well laterally for a guy his size i mean i've watched him in space you know against like boston college against like zay flowers like track guys down in space which is you know really impressive for a guy with his build um I think he's pretty strong. He can convert speed to power. just needs to be more consistent. He has some bend up the arc upon contact. Um, thought his play against the run was solid. I don't think, you know, I've seen Trayvon Walker. That I guess that's just the comp for draft Twitter these days. I've seen Trayvon Walker as the comp for him. I don't – Trayvon was a very good to great run defender coming out of college. Um, it was honestly the best part about his evaluation, aside from his just athletic traits that you were betting on. Um, I think Murphy's a solid run defender. I just I don't think that he's um, 
He's not Trayvon Walker, though. Um, he's a very flashy player whose best reps look as good as any edge rusher prospect that you'll find. I mean, there are times where he'll just bulldoze tackles. There are times where he'll win the edge just with ease. Um, he's He was an instant impact player, too, the second he stepped foot on campus. You know, he's been a guy that's been on the draft radar for years now, even though he's an underclassman coming out of college. Um, my negatives for him is where was the development in 2022? I watched this guy over the summer and I was like, okay, um, the tools are there. You just kind of need to see more consistency. He needs to add counters. He needs better pass rush plan. I feel like a lot of that happened with the Clemson prospects too. Like- I just, I, where, where was it? I, I, I literally didn't see it. I, I actually thought when I watched this 2022 tape, I watched two games of 2022 and then uh, went back and watched like a pressure clip of him uh, from YouTube. And I just, I did, I didn't really see the same type of prospect that I saw in 2021. So then I went back and watched 2021, watched the Florida state game. Um, I think I watched, uh, was it my, I no, I watched Miami of this year, but I went back and watched some 2021 tape and I'm like, this, this tape is better than the 2022 stuff. So where was the development? Um, I think he gets too upright too, as a rusher and a run defender. Um, his production just runs way too hot and cold. Like I said, some of that may be scheme or what he's being coached to do, what he's being allowed to do. But for a guy that talented and you see the flashes, it's just very frustrating that you don't get it consistently. Um, with him, you're betting on athletic traits in your development. So this is a guy who I don't think the tape says first round player anymore. Just me being completely honest. Um, I I think that if you take him um, within the top 20 picks, you're being um, really confident in your development uh, with him. But, you know, they say bet on traits. I agree that you need to bet on traits, especially at edge rusher. He has the traits to be a really good player. Um, I just don't think he's, a very, very good player right now, <laughs> which uh, you mentioned that with the Clemson guys. I, I definitely felt the same. I, when I watched the loss Simpson, of Brett Venables hurt too. Yeah. When I, when I watched Simpson, when I watched Brzee, when I watched Miles Murphy, I just, even KJ Henry, I don't think that um, a lot of those guys got better this past season. Um and I don't know. I don't know what that was, or there's probably a lot of variables that we're not really thinking of at this moment, but I was just a little bit underwhelmed by his tape. But um, number three, who was your number three? I just want to add one last thing on yeah, Miles Murphy. Um, the best game film I watched was 2021 against Wake Forest, where he was going up against Zach Tom, who I liked quite a bit in the process last yeah, year. Player. Yeah, and that's probably the game where he showcased most of his violence. Like he, he was able to drive Tom back. He was able to win the edge at times, like not consistently, but I saw that's where I was seeing like the type of player that people are hyping him up to be. So like that game for me kind of like sticks out in my mind. It's like the one that I get the hype around him, but it's not consistent. And a lot of his, you know, his moments of speed to power is against like tackles from Furman and the Citadel. And I'm just like, it's not, it's not moving yeah, me. Not, <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of terrible pass sets too in that Florida state game. It's, it's atrocious to watch for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's what all I want to add. Uh, now I get to talk about one of my favorite players. I number three for me is Will McDonald. I am a huge Ooh, fan of Will okay. McDonald. Will McDonald for me, um, 
despite playing as like a fort eye a lot of the time, whenever he was lined up on the edge, I actually did not think this guy was this liability as a run defender that people thought, because I think he uses I think he uses his leverage with his length better than people think um, as a run defender. He controls the line of scrimmage. He knows how to stack and shed. Like you said, playing as the four high a good amount of times, you know, you learn those things. And I think he just gets a little undisciplined out of his gap, but I think it's very fixable stuff with him. I do think the play strength was a little bit underwhelming, especially like in the legs. Like he's, he lacks quite a bit of sand in his pants and, you know, the loss of weight at the combine was unfortunate, you know, due to like, you know, I, th- I believe it was like food poisoning or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I caught a side conversation um, of his as he was walking off the podium. So that that was how I figured that out. And I know yeah, everybody kind of got that afterwards. So I got you. Well, something I really like about Will McDonald, I'm a guy. So this was a quote from, uh, I believe, Ross Mus- Ross McCorkle of Steelers Depot, who interviewed Darnell Wright, who called his um, his pat Will McDonald's pass rush style unorthodox in terms of his speed to power, and he does have some speed to power to his game. I think people really understate just how much he can he can win in that regard. I think the biggest thing for me is he just doesn't use the long arm stab enough <laughs> as a pass rusher. So that's one of the things I'm a little cons- I, I you know want him to implement into his game more, but. The big thing with me, I just really enjoy watching this guy rush the passer. I think he has much better hand usage than he gets credit for. There's a lot of there's a lot of like ability to like swipe at the hands. You know, he keeps himself clean, but he doesn't always need a clean alley. He he he'll rip right through like the apex like the like the apex of his rush at the top at the top, and he just takes like the tightest angles towards the quarterback and just finishes consistently and I'm not a guy who like, you know, obsesses over Ben, but Will McDonald has enough like there as a pass rusher with his hands and his pass rush plan overall. There's a sense of randomness with him. Like he has some moments where he just spins in place and I'm just like, what are you doing? (laughs) But like he developed that spin move to kind of like keep tackles from like oversetting him consistently. And, you know, he makes it work. And a lot of the unorthodox nature of his pass rush actually reminds me of a guy I love studying uh, a lot is Daniil Hunter of the Vikings. And I really see a lot of that in his game. I think there's, there's so much to work with with McDonald. And I think just adding a bit more weight to him will go a long way. There's length, there's speed, there's rare levels of bend. There's enough hand usage. And I think there's enough as a baseline run defender that I feel comfortable taking him in the first round. Um, my number three guy is B.J. Ojolari. I I loved watching B.J. Ojolari's tape. Um, he was a really fun study for me. Um, 6'2", 248 pounds, um, 34-inch arms. I think Pro Football Focus had him at like a 19 pass rush win rate. Um, first thing with him, A-plus character, A-plus intangibles. Um, everything you read on this kid is like overly glowing. You already mentioned that he was 20 years old. Uh, quick get off on the line of scrimmage, can consistently threaten the outside shoulder of the tackle. Um, he can bend through the arc um, upon contact. Um, ankle and lower body flexibility is a plus. Um, a wide assortment of pass rushing moves. I mean, the deepest bag of pass rushing moves in this class, in my opinion. Um, go speed to rip. 
is his go-to at the moment. He is a pure speed rusher in all forms. Um, flashes of him using his length as a changeup, uh, but this seemed to be very matchup dependent to me. He didn't re- use his length nearly enough, um, but there were flashes where I was like, okay, I can see how this is going to be a weapon um, moving forward. Really fluid mover in space, changes direction at the drop of a hat, um, very sound pass rush plan, knows how to set tackles up, can sequ- sequence moves together. Um, and he also does a good job setting tackles up for moves later in the game. Um there are flashes of him just absolutely taking over games, which I appreciate. Um, I think back to the Georgia game from this past season where he was giving Broderick Jones hell. Um, yeah. So he's a really interesting player to me. Um, I know some people view him as a designated pass rusher only that could potentially be in his future. I think he needs to get a little stronger in his lower half to hold up better against the run. Um, I know some people have concerns about his like want to in the run game. I don't really see that. I just saw him get washed out of a couple too many plays. Um, he struggles to shed blocks. Just overall needs to get stronger, um, particularly in his lower half. But he will shoot gaps. He will use his quickness um, to get in there and make plays in the backfield. Um has a false step at the line of scrimmage. Um, it's a very subtle one, but it could take his get off from, you know, really good to elite territory, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the lack of power is a little bit concerning, but I'm interested to see if he can get a little bit stronger. Um, you know, again, only 20 years old, so he's relatively early on the runway um, in his development. I just think when you combine the character, um, the character, the production, um, the pass rushing toolkit already. It's it's enough for me to get on board in round one for sure, especially in this class. I definitely I definitely get it. Like I think we kind of see it, it's 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 interesting because we have Ojolari and Will McDonald kind of flipped, but I feel like I see a little more in McDonald, you see a little more like in Ojolari. So but I think we we see similar things overall with like their games. It's just we have a little bit of a different projection yeah for sure yeah all right who's your number two i think we have the same number two and uh and uh yeah uh i said i said early on back in the process i was like i don't understand why nolan smith isn't edge consensus edge two for most people because i watched nolan smith he is as ready made as a run defender as it comes he's you know he comes from georgia his size Size concerns do not matter to me if you can just handle your own in the run game, both both with being able to handle whatever scheme gets thrown at you and being able to hold the point of attack and set the edge as a run defender. That's something he does so well. He has very violent uh, hands-on contact. I think that's one of his underrated traits and converts speed to power on pretty well overall. But you're not drafting this dude to be a run defender. You're drafting him for his upside as a pass rusher. And um, I'm not, you know, I'm a little, I'm always a little hesitant on raw pass rushers. Um, Trevon Walker, I had him as my number three guy last year, but I understood a lot of the talk around him because of the way he used his hands as a, as a, um, as a run defender. And the fact that Georgia's scheme doesn't really let you attack. It's a lot of stunts and loops. It's actually crazy like how many stunts they run per game and how they try to free up their guys but when nolan smith 
is attacking from a wide nine, he will just straight up dip under you, no speed lost whatsoever, and he will just absolutely wreck your game plan. He is one of those guys who has some of that ridiculous bend you look for in a pass rusher, and then you combine it with his otherworldly testing, which was... It was slightly shocking to me, but it was slightly unshocking because I'd expected him to be a freak. But 438 at 238 pounds, we've never seen that before. And, you know, I, I, I watched some of the tape against Anthony Richardson. When Richardson tried to, like, go outside the pocket towards Nolan's side, he was just holding contain. There's just no way for an athletic quarterback like that to be able to, like, straight up outrun him because he's just that fast. So when you think about, like, you know, the athletic quarterbacks in today's age with Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, all these guys, a guy like Nolan Smith is so valuable as a contained guy and just being able to keep those guys under wraps. But like I said, you're drafting him for a pass rush upside. And when you, when it comes to his hands as a run defender, I'm, I feel encouraged enough to believe that his development can go underway in a in a way that he can live up to his potential which is why i have him as my edge too i just think there's way too many high level traits and i i bet on pass rushers with traits especially guys like nolan smith every single time yeah i mean you pretty much nailed it i mean i i know everyone's gonna see the sack numbers from last season you know maybe he didn't take the jump that people were anticipating just in terms of box score production before he got hurt and tore his pec um but it's important to note like it's a little bit of a smaller sample size but he actually leads this draft clash and pass rush win, win rate like 25 percent pass rush win rate and he was that productive without a real toolkit of moves like yeah Nolan really doesn't in my opinion have a idea on how to win as a pass rusher beyond just his overall athleticism and the fact that he's already that good and productive in the SEC against like really good competition was the numerical argument in my opinion for him to be taken high in this draft class but you know 6'3 240 pounds um really light for an edge rusher but freakish athletic ability um you mentioned the speed to roam sideline to sideline closes pursuit ankles instantly um insanely hot motor uh strong but not just too yeah strong but not just for his build um just a strong player in general in terms of setting the edge taking on blocks stacking and shedding um takes great pride in playing the run you could just tell that on his film attacks blocks of physicality creates extension on contact uh first step get off is really special um one of the bendier players in this class on contact uh just does a good job consistently threatening the outside shoulder of the tackle Really fluid athlete, redirects, change directions with ease, um, can use him. You know, we saw him be used on stunts, twists, stuff like that. So that he's going to be a huge asset in that regard. My only negatives, man, is just like, is how translatable is his size? That's that's the thing. We don't really see 6'3", um, average length pass rushers with this type of build. We just really don't in the NFL. So he's definitely an outlier in that regard, but he does an excellent job using his hands, um, using the length that he's given. He The run defense is a non-concern for me right now. I have this thing with prospects. like I try not to make issues out of stuff that isn't on film. 
And yeah. his run defense is not a problem on film. It's a strength, so I'm not going to knock him because it could potentially be a problem in the league. I acknowledge that that's a possibility, but there's unknowns with every prospect, man. The film is the film. His run defense film is as good or better than like 99% of uh, trench players in this class. So it's not an issue for me. Um, he is a guy that's a top 10 player in this class for me. Um, I am a huge believer in his talent. I think he gives you a high floor because of the intangibles, because of what he can already do as a run defender, um, as an athlete. And I just think the ceiling is pretty high because of his unbelievable athleticism. So huge. You mentioned the intangibles, by the way, he is one of the most well-spoken like individuals, like you just listen to him in interviews and just like how he was, he was the best interview at the combine by by far. Best guy that I talked to. I I would, I, I just love like, you know, guys like that who just like, clearly have the right head on their shoulders and you know they're they're smart but they also stand up for their teammates really well you know i think he's a guy who's just going to be such a welcome presence in the locker room i've been looking at the falcons at eight i just think they're gonna go either carter or they're gonna go nolan smith i think they really like those two overall and um one last note on the on nolan smith before we get to number one uh, his true pass rush win rate was a 32.4, which is it was pretty sizable. But he only had like 10 total rushes this yeah. year from 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 a you know from a true pass rush perspective. So like that's but he had like six hurries, three QB hits, and he had a sack off that. Like there's clearly upside there, and there's clearly maybe a little more nuance than we understand. Like you know Smith has talked before, like. If I just attacked more, you guys would see that production. You know, you don't really see it at, at Georgia all that often. For sure. For sure. All right. Number one guy. I mean, I, I know we both have the same players. So let's let's talk. <laughs> I want to hear you go first on him. I want I want to hear what you, you have to say overall. This is this is a guy that I, I just don't really understand in terms of why people are starting to like overthink him. And I, I say like overthinking like Obviously, I know that people are still saying he's going to go, you know, maybe the second edge rusher off the board, but like not him not being a consensus first edge rusher or defender off the board, given Jalen Carter's, you know, some of his maturity issues, I guess, um, is just baffling to me. Um, Anderson, incredibly productive, you know, just you look at what he did, you know, guys that start at Alabama as freshmen you know, always stick out to me because, you know, they're always, it's a loaded roster. If you can come in right away and like win a job and not just win a job, but Anderson was incredibly productive, even as a freshman, I think he had like seven or eight sacks. So, um, you know, he was an early breakout guy, you know, six, four, 245 pounds. Uh, he came in a little bit heavier at the combine than I think some people were anticipating. Um, but again, kind of like Smith, even though his frame is a little bit lean, um he packs like a punch um i think he is a good run defender as well alabama would literally put him with his hand in the dirt as a three tech he would hold up and run defense (laughs) that was the stuff over the summer that i remember going like whoa this is this is different the fact that he can do this at you know he was listed 235 i don't know what he was playing at but the fact that he can hold up against the run I, i like that a lot um really good get off off the line of scrimmage um you know consistently 
can threaten the outside shoulder, but like really it's just speed to power, speed to power, speed to power. Um, uses his hands really well, attacks the hands of the offensive tackles really well. Um, he loves that like forklift technique. Um, he plays an unbelievable amount of snaps. And if you look at the production, like the box score production or the overall production that he's put up over the course of his career is elite doesn't even really do it justice. But when you factor in the fact that he has the ability, the conditioning, the um, just the body to hold up and play, you know, 80, 90 plus percent snaps, I think that's incredibly valuable. This is a dude who does not need to come off the field. Very good run defender. I think his run defense is getting underrated through the process. I think he has more nuance as a pass rusher than people are willing to admit. I just don't think that he wins in the ways that are usually that we usually see for guys built like him. Yes. I it's um I don't I've seen this comp and I see similarities in the way they win as a rusher. I'm not saying he will be this player, but Khalil Mack, they That's, rush very similarly. I have that um, written down too. Yeah. Just the the overall forklift, the ability to convert speed to power. It over the summer when I was studying him and just the ways that he wins, um, it reminded me a lot of Mac Anderson, another guy like talk about Nolan Smith on those stunts or twists. You give Anderson a runway or let him shoot gaps. It is a terrifying thing. The closing speed, the ability to get up field quickly, um, change the direction. I mean, the athleticism, everything's there for me. Um, he is one of the very few, I think, I, I think right now I've got like three to four blue chip prospects that I'm really willing to label as blue chip prospects. Um, and Anderson's the, he's the number one player for me on my board. So I just, I don't, I don't get it. I, I think if you're overthinking him, I just don't understand it. That's just my opinion. I, I fully agree with you. Like you talk about his run defense and I, I don't think there's a better run defender in this class in terms of how, consistent he gets in you know controls the line of scrimmage like he like he makes sure like he has the leverage advantage like he keeps his tack like he hand in the chest he something i love when tack uh when guys have the length a lot of guys they like to try to hold um the edge with like one arm and then they try to tackle with the other anderson has so many instances where he you know he uses the one arm and he tries to make those plays and you know you can really trust him to anchor your run defense overall and you mentioned the speed to power like that's that's his go-to the only time he didn't really convert off of it enough was against darnell wright and you know that's worth noting because wright's like you know humongous but I think it's something to keep in mind that Tennessee runs this extremely high tempo offense Mm -hmm. and he's playing all those snaps. So it's really tough for him to, you know, be able to rush with the same level snap to snap. So I definitely think there's a little bit of context and I I don't think people understand he's getting doubled chipped by tight ends, running backs, like different, like even guards and stuff like that. Like he is commanding so much attention. There's so there's such a level of respect each team has. And I think you have to understand, like you have to appreciate that as an evaluator. And that's something I really like about Will Anderson. I don't, I don't know if he just doesn't rely on his bend as much, but I think he like, he relies on softening the edge more with his hands. And as opposed to like, you know, trying to do trying to ghost under tackles which i wonder if he can do or if he just 
does if like he just doesn't choose to do it because I do think his pass rush plan is fine for what it is. I think he has good usage of his hands. I think the speed to power is good, works off of that. I do think there's room for upside there. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. In terms of the production, like as you know, as early on, I don't think it quite matches the production numbers, but I I you know, there's so there's there's still a good amount there that you feel very comfortable with his projection overall. Yeah. I definitely think it's you know he's not this Miles Garrett type of prospect. I think we I think we I agree a ton yeah. of times because we try to we, we we try to you know think there's a generational prospect every single every single year and it's just it's just not that yeah but Will Anderson is going to be he's going to be the linchpin of your defense. He's going to be absolutely like the the absolute leader like i think the cardinals would be absolutely crazy to not take anyone but him at three yeah i agree man yeah the the pass rush plan like he he needs to continue to develop his move set which is something that Mm -hmm. khalil did as well like when he got into the league you really saw i feel like max toolkit of moves take off his last year in oakland before he went to chicago um, but the things that Anderson can already do with his hands, I just, I think that they're, like you said, I think there's more than enough there and he can continue to expand on that. Um, he can sequence moves together, which I appreciate too. Yeah. Um, I just, there, there's just not a lot of negatives on his film. Um, aside from, you know, if you, if you just, you know, want like some bigger edge rusher or like a guy that can, you know, kick inside at the next level or, you know, can play as like a five tech or something like that, then yeah, Anderson's probably not going to be for you, you know, but if you're looking for like just a stand up wide nine type of edge rusher, who's going to play, um, you know, in those type of alignments, I, I just don't see how you could want anybody else. I, I really don't, but that's why we got, uh, that's why we got opinions. It would be boring yeah. if everybody agreed, you know. So I mean, um, I get the missed tackles argument with him, but like, sure, yeah, it's a little not, bit, a little bit um, wound up sometimes. Yeah, and so. you know, I, 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 I get that, but there's just so much good there. You, you just can't like. Not every weakness is the same. You could have like more weaknesses written down, but they don't mean as much as like say a guy who's like you're writing down oh he's raw like people don't understand that and i think it's important that while we can write down and nitpick you know these guys to death they're gonna get better and you know blue chip guys like will anderson who have come from a great program and are constantly working and have great intangibles you project them to get better and yeah you already see them as a good player. So <laughs> that's why that's why they're a blue chip. Yeah. So um good stuff, man. Good stuff. Um it was a fun fun episode. I, I enjoyed talking um about edge rushers. That's one of my favorite positions to study. So um a lot of good players in this class. It should be interesting to see like where these guys end up on on draft day. Um I'm I'm excited to get into that um when that comes about but appreciate you guys checking out the episode just again please make sure you subscribe youtube.com slash all Steelers talk uh we'll be back next week i'm not sure what position group we're gonna do but i'll try to tweet it out um later of the week whatever we're gonna cover so appreciate you guys checking us out y'all have a good week peace